0: Man, where do we start? Um, it's August 28th and 1963, that was March on Washington, 1945, Branch Rickey met with Jackie Robinson about becoming the first black man to play in the major leagues. And yet somehow after all these things, the fact that a white guy like me knows some of those facts doesn't feel like it's very good. the divide that everybody talks about right now. Uh, as a coach, we always think about we. We talk about a team. What are we all about? What do we stand for? And so today when I think about we, it's not just our team. It's not just LAFC. We for me today would be all the people that really want change. And I know that's not everyone because the divisive the divisive rhetoric and the lies and the misinformation that comes from other people. All we hear is about fear. Man, Doc Rivers said it so so well when he spoke out the other day. They make it seem like they're coming to our town. They make it seem like they're coming to our city. I don't know who they are, but I do know about we. And I know that we're not getting the job done when we let any of that divisive rhetoric And misinformation and lies take away from what we need to be about, what we need to do. Uh, We need a real discussion on policing. That is simple. And I believe that there's a majority of people in the U.S. that understand that. But we also support the police. We're not anti-police. And when we let them put an ad that has a phone ringing and an answering machine picking up calls that is getting in the way of the real things that we need to be on top of. And then we are losing. Then we are letting them win. So somehow we have to be better and smarter when we protest about police brutality. We've got to make sure that that protest is peaceful. Because if it's not peaceful, it's going to end up on some news or some social media, and it's going to take away from our efforts to get things the way they need to be. And so the we, in this case, are all of us that absolutely, we see these videos, we see these incredible murders, sad, sad families over and over and over. And we can't let the rhetoric and the misinformation and the lies get in the way of what we need to do. We can't be against each other. We've got to find a way to change that. And so whether it's the Baltimore Ravens coming out with a statement with real detail, that was awesome. I go back to Doc Rivers. Yes, when he speaks and says we, he's talking about being a black man. And I understand the kind of discussions that he had to have with his family are different than the discussions that I've had with my children. But I want for one second to know that, you know what, we means Doc Rivers. We means me. We means all of us that see what's going on and want change, and we need to find the right way to speak respectfully to police who have a hard job, to work with police for new ways of policing, de-escalation. We've gotta make sure that now we are winning this moment, all right, because if we don't, the strategic words and information, misinformation, lies that comes from the other group of people is only taking us away from the things that we must, must find a way to change.
1: Welcome to the LA Soccer Hub Show. My name is Gio Garcia. Today is Tuesday, September 29th. Uh, got another great episode for you guys. It can, just can be a quick solo pod uh, with myself. Going To be discussing both uh LAFC and LA Galaxy games this past weekend, uh, obviously both teams lost. Very disappointing, uh, game, I would say, for both for both teams. Just the, just the outcome, right? LA Galaxy lost against you know a tough Seattle Sounders 3 1. Um, you know, you had you had Chicharito, you had Jonah Dos Santos, Pavone. You know, teams struggled, but they did get a goal, legit was able to get a goal. And on the other hand, you had LAFC versus San Jose Earthquakes. Uh, this was a great bounce back game. I mean, not a bounce back. This was a great game for LAFC to continue its win streak. But they struggled against San Jose, who had been struggling. Uh, Look, arguably the worst team in all of MLS. Um, so I kind of wanted to little di- dive deep into LAFC first, and then we'll get into the Galaxy. Like Bob said, after the game, this was a bad loss. I think this might be one of the most disappointing loss in club history. Because just the, just the way things were going, uh, for San Jose they had been losing five one six one seven one. You know all the teams. You know even LFC had you know pretty much smacked them around. Um, and you know uh, Almeida looked like he was on um, potential in his final days. You know, and I, I think this winning this game just pretty much just kind of saved his job. Um, I, I don't have no word on that, but it just just appears that way. Just the way the team fought and everything. But if you really look into the, this game. And LAFC had so many opportunities in the first half, so many opp- opportunities just to put the game away in the first half and uh, the goal never came. Their goal finally came in the 40, I wanna say 47th minute, Mark Anthony Kaye. Um, but they didn't look good. They didn't look good from start to finish. They didn't look good. They let, the reason why I said they didn't look good is because they weren't able to finish. They weren't, They had opportunities, it created opportunities, but they weren't able to finish. And I think looking at that game, you you start scratching you you start scratching your head a little bit because of you know how much this time this team has up top. We know about their their defensive struggles and everything. The mid is pretty solid there with their Twesta. twesta but you know you had Rossi who missed a, a great opportunity in, the, in you know the first half. You know the cl- hit it right by the keeper. Um, you know didn't really see much of BWP. He ended up getting subbed out. But, you know, Brian Rodriguez, he, he had an opportunity in the second half. You know, I, I believe it was in the 77th minute. Uh, you know, pass, the ball's past him. He's inside the box and misses misses the goal. I mean, he misses scoring the goal. He could have just put it left and right. And uh, one of the announcers from YouTube TV, I forget his name. It's not Samax it's Brados, but it is, is, uh, is his partner, uh, the British dude, um, I believe. He said... He would. He said, "If that was Rossi, he would have scored it." And I would. I would have to agree with agree with them. Um, you know, I just want to be clear. I don't think Brian Rodriguez is a, is a bad player. He's not a good person. I think you know what we've seen from him so far. It hasn't been good, and that continued. You know, I know people are going to talk about his assist and all these other things, but when you have a, an opportunity to pretty much, you know, sh- shut up all the fans, all the naysayers. To put the game away, essentially, at that, because at that in the 77th minute, the game was 1-0 LAFC, and San Jose was just hanging around. And if he scores that goal, pretty much game over, you deflate San Jose. You deflate, you know, all their momentum, anything they had. The crazy thing is, is just this play, how it turns out to be, is I feel like it's kind of how LAFC's season has gone. You miss on one end, literally 40 seconds on the other end, San Jose ends up tying the game. Open is it wide open? Gives them gives San Jose a boost of energy. You know they had you as soon as that first goal came in for San Jose, you saw them that they they had the opportunity. They they believed that they were going to win this game, and you know you you kind of just us just me just watching the game. I was like, is this really about to happen? Is LAFC really about to lose this way? And the, and they did they did surprise it was a shock to everybody. Um, you know it's just I th- when that. A second goal finally goes in the ninth or minute, and you know you see San Jose celebrate. Uh, you know, like pretty much like they won the World Cup because they haven't they hadn't won in eight games. You know, they've tied, they've, they've been getting smacked, and then you beat LAFC, who has owned you and every single game. LAFC has been this team every single time they've played. Um, it, it, to me, I'm just uh, just surprised, and you know, talking to Bob after the game, and you know, hearing what Mark had to say. To me, I think Bob has done a great job. I just think sometimes the players, I don't really see no leaders out there. I don't really see no leader with, you know, it's hard. Obviously, we know who the leader of this team is, Carlos Vela, but he's not there to be there. Um, you know, I feel like you're missing, missing that emotional spirit, that emotional leader. Last, you know, last year, Walker Zimmerman was one of those players. And he just, came, he was just on the soccer Kooligans, uh podcast this past week, saying that he was completely, um, uh, you know, surprised and stunned and, you know, caught off guard, you know, he was blindsided was the word he said uh, on his trade and, you know, being traded to Nashville. And I don't really see that you have uh, a player like that, you know, in LAFC right now, that that emotional leader, like, you know, get the troops in action, you know. I just don't see it, you know. I am not. I don't want to make this too much of a thing, but you've seen Bob Bradley pass around the captain's armband. He said, you know, there's plenty of leaders, I, d- I just think he's struggling to find a leader. Um, uh, you know, it's struggling to find a leader. Where, you know, everybody, you know, our twisters were the Captain Armband. Uh, you know, you had K, you had Rossi, but I don't think no one's really stepped up to be the leader of the team to be like, you know, take on the full responsibility like, hey, this stops from here on out. We're going to, you know. I just haven't seen that, and it, it's disappointing. Disappointing loss. They lose a very real winnable game. They had a lot, of, all the opportunities, and they just didn't calibre, you know, capitalize on it. And to be honest, there's nothing much more to say on that. It's just very frustrating uh, if you're LAFC because of all the talent you have, all you know, all the expectations you had going into this year. I do understand Vela is not, you know, has been injured. I do understand Eduardo Tuessler had, had not been injured, but you. To this game to lose to that team, with the with the players you've had, and you know it's, it's 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 just a bad loss. It's 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 a bad loss, and I don't know, I don't know if LAFC will make any changes, add certain things. I there's still inconsistencies of them not being able to win back to back games. I think this whole year they haven't had they haven't had a back to back win all year long, and this was a very fiz- easy game. Uh, to do that, you know, it was probably one of the easiest games to do that. So we didn't see that. So then it, a lot of things ended up changing. A lot of things ended up happening. So, but to that, to that point, the players have to be better. Bob Bradley's ha- has done a great job, but it comes, like I said, it comes to a point that when the players have to step up, have to take on, on, ability, you know, have to have, you know, that leadership. And right now I don't, I just don't really see that. And it's, uh, and it's tough to watch if you're, uh, if you're an LAFC fan. Nevertheless, let me let me just get on uh, with the other galaxy before I, I keep on rambling too much. Um, this it, it's a tough it's a tough game because um, you know like you had Chicharito, you had Pavone, you had Jonah Dos Santos, you know, you know after going undefeated for six games straight, you know the 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 Galaxy took a you know uh, another loss, you know losing three one. You know, it's it's just not the way you expected Galaxy to be rolling with all the things that have been going, and people are going to make a, a lot of things like go. You know, there are a lot of things with Chicharito because of the way he has looked. His form, he may be out of shape, but at the same time, um, they haven't won with Chicharito. You know, they they haven't looked good with Chicharito, and a lot of people are saying Zubak, You know, do you bring in Zubak and you start Zubak over Chicharito, like? I don't know if you do that right now. I don't know. I know people are upset, but I don't know. What does that say to Chicharito? You, I feel like you have to play him. He has to get into shape. I know he doesn't look good, and I know he has to do better, You, especially when he's getting paid that much money. I think it comes a point in time, you know, you you, you got to realize, one, that obviously this team's not flowing Chicharito's not in the best form, but at the same time, he needs to be held accountable. He needs to really step up for his team, not just him, but everybody else, you know. And and I, I didn't I didn't really get uh, to watch too much of this game, um, you know, just watching back and forth because I I felt like this game once that second goal came in, it was kind of just out of reach for the LA Galaxy, and they were really going up a uphill battle. But it's it's they haven't looked good, you know, just different things that you know you expected of everything of Chicharito it's just been disappointing so out of Chicharito's five starts in this season four of those games have resulted in defeat you know it's just a, uh, you know Galaxy have not won like I said any of the games Chicharito has started or played in and you know and you know I'm just reading I sat here without Javier Hernandez LA Galaxy you know I have a four to one record and one tie so people are going to look at that stat Without him on the lineup, they've won four, they've lost one, and tied one. If you look into that stat a lot, it's it's something that's really going to... People are going to jump out right away. But at the same time, I think the team as a whole has not played well. And I know some will argue, well, they haven't played well since he got there. I agree, but I think I, di- I disagree for uh, a certain period. I, because... The Sounders, I, I think, arguably probably the best team in all MLS. That goal that, that that Jordan Morrison had on, you know, I think it was Felcher, He just blew by him. That was that was an incredible goal. Pretty much put the game, I mean, game to rest after that. Um, the Sounders are a great team. Even LRC have not been able to beat them this season, or if you can consider the MLS back tournament, but they have not been able to beat them since the restart. Let me be clear: since the restart of the season. But at the same time. You know, if you're the LA Galaxy, you expected this to be a close game, and that, and it wasn't. It wasn't a close game. You know, from start to finish. You know, it, it, to me, it was just something that you did. You didn't. You wanted to see more fight out of the LA Galaxy, and you didn't really see that. And then everybody, all the fans, are going to point to Chicharito and all the criticism. I think it's fair. I just think it's fair. I don't agree with most of it, but I I, I do think it's fair if you're a fan. I think it is it is your right to criticize that best player team or the players on your team. You know whether whether you know you're outrageous or not. You're a fan. You're passionate. This is your team. You love them to death, right? You know you have a right. That that doesn't bother me. I think when people just start saying crazy, crazy, crazy things, I'm like, okay, you know, but. It's, it's 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 just not looking good so we'll have to see what this happen. the big thing for both teams for if you're LA Angels you have a week off you're not playing Wednesday you know you have you have more days off i should say you're not you're not playing a game in the middle of the week so it's going to be interesting to see how they use this time to bounce back mentally to recover and everything one thing i i do want to kind of hit on uh i wasn't on the a press call but i ended up getting word that Chicharito was not available to the media because he did an interview with their broadcast pa- partners, which is Spectrum. And, you know, Kevin Baxter had pointed that out. I just ended up tweeting it because I, I got the I got the video sent to me. Um, and the same thing has happened sometimes with Carlos Vela uh, with LAFC. To me, I've never experienced that. You know, I've had the opportunity to cover the NBA, uh, been to the world, cover the World Series for the, with the Dodgers, um, NFL. You know, I've covered a couple of those. And this is not for me to brag, but it's just – what I'm trying to say is all the players, all the star players always are, do, are always at answer questions. They always face the media, if, the, if that's the way you want to put it. They always face the media or they always talk to the media after the game, you know, whether they lose or win. From what I've experienced covering the MLS teams in L.A., whether it's LAFC or L.A. Galaxy, if they lose or have a bad game, they're typically not available to the media. And I don't think that's okay. I don't think that's right because I think that hurts the game. And that – you, uh, um, I think Sophie, she said, they're too protected. And these these are professional players. And, you know, and no one's getting wild with the questions they're asking in the media. I think, one, maybe the players don't want to talk to the media, don't want to ask those questions. But if you want to continue going to sport, the, the players – Need to come talk to the media. They just need, I think the teams need to do a better job of keeping the players accountable because it comes down to the team if the player doesn't want to talk and also the league, right? If the league is finding out that Chicharito or Vela is not talking in the media, you're not giving that exposure. And especially at a time like this in COVID where, you know, there's very little information being put out there. And on top of that, if I didn't tweet that video about Chicharito, I highly doubt anybody was sorry because Spectrum didn't tweet it out. They didn't put it on any of their social media. And if you're not a Galaxy fan that has Spectrum TV or an LAFC fan that has YouTube TV, you're not seeing those interviews because they're not being posted anywhere else. So you're not. That is why that's why I feel like it's so important for the media, for the players to talk to the media after the word, because you're going to hear the quotes. You're going to watch a little video. You're going to watch this and that. They have to be able to be be available to the media, even if they have a bad game. All the major pro leagues do it all. All. The Clippers, the Lakers, all the teams in L.A. do it. And I think it's just about the teams keeping them more accountable. The league also make enforcing this rule. I, I'm really surprised that this still happens because in 2020, and especially because this is, I think, the reason why I'm so, it's because I'm so used to, you know, players coming, even if they had a back, you know, I cover the Clippers from some time, uh, you know, still do from time to time. But like, you know, Doc Rivers will come out after they, they, they lost a disappointing game, you know. You know, you had Kawhi Leonard that he would always talk to. So, I don't want to get into basketball, but it's it's just surprising to me that they don't make these players available after a bad game or a bad loss like that. It's, just, it's it shouldn't it shouldn't happen. I don't I don't agree with it, and I think things should change just for the betterment of the game for the fans and everything. It's just having the player being able to talk to the media, being able to like being able to add, answer if they're difficult questions. People are going to want to know, like, hey, what went wrong? Hey, why did you guys, why did you have a bad game? You know, what could you guys have done better? Like, you know, those, you got to be able to face the media and talk to the media if you have a bad game, especially if you're Chicharita and you're, what, considered the second biggest signing next to David Beckham. You know, you're getting paid all this money. Answering a few questions is not going to hurt you, whether you want to or not. I, I think that 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 needs to change just for the better the game. But, guys, that, that is it. That is that is my quick little rant here, on the uh, just 15, 16 minutes here. Um, make sure to check us out uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, posting a lot of content on the L.A. Soccer Hub there. Also, if you guys want to follow me personally at Twitter, you can follow me at Geo Garcia L.A. Uh, you know, reach out to me, send me a tweet. You know, I always try to reply to everybody. So, appreciate you guys' support on the L.A. Soccer Hub. And, guys, we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Peace.